I'm Allison Van Hooser, and I'm on a sold-out mission to develop highly successful leaders at all levels. In the 15 years I've been working throughout the food, financial, retail industries, and politics, I've become deeply aware of the powerful effects of leadership. In each episode, you will get strategies and actions you can use immediately in order to change you, your team, and your business. The question is, will you choose to own it? Will you put your stake in the ground and decide to do something with what you've learned today? This is Stake, the Leadership Podcast. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of 2022 of Stake, the Leadership Podcast. I'm so thankful that you're here, and I hope that today's episode opens your eyes and gets you thinking about what you can do to move forward differently in order to achieve better personally and professionally this coming year. If you were watching the news at all last month, about the second week of December, you probably heard about the tornadoes that ripped through Kentucky. The tornado hit actually about a mile from my house, and I want to share some of my experience with you today and what I've learned through it or something that's just coming to light today. So on the night of December 10th, when the tornado had hit, we were in my vehicle on the way to a friend's house. They have a basement in their house. And it was that night when we had pulled into my friend's driveway and the tornado was ripping through the field beside us. I used all five foot three, 115 pounds of my body, laying over my kids, just trying to shield them from this tornado. We watched part of their roof fly over our vehicle. It It was terrifying. And I remember laying on top of my kids who are scared to death and thinking, I am a leader of this family, and as a leader, I should have seen this destruction coming, and I should have been better prepared for it. And so with that in mind, my question to you today is, as a leader of your organization, could there be destruction coming in your future that you should be preparing for too? You know, I'm going to remember December 10th for the rest of my life. All day I had heard warnings about the storms that were coming to our area that night. All of the regional and local news stations were issuing storm watches. I remember going to Sonic and getting ice cream at about 8 o'clock at night in my car hop saying to me, be safe out there. And I remember rolling up my window and thinking, oh, that felt creepy as I drove off. And my very best friend, I I say she's a weather aficionado. She had text all day that these storms were coming, that we needed to be prepared, that we needed to stay up, that we needed to be watching. And honestly, all of those warnings fell on deaf ears. I heard the warnings, but I didn't heed the warnings. I kept thinking, you know what, we're good. It's not going to happen here. People are blowing this way out of proportion. And I'll be honest with you, in all reality... I'm still processing some of the moments and events of the experience that day. However, because my professional expertise is in developing leaders, I can't ignore this leadership lesson that is emerging from it all. I realize that, 
you may not have been in the wake of this tornado that I'm referencing in this podcast. However, there are two specific potential disasters that many organizations are being warned about right now. And what's interesting is that although the warnings are being sent out, very few people are working on or preparing to mitigate the risk. My fear is that, like me, the night of that tornado, that you may hear the warnings but not heed the warnings and then find yourself holding on to, with everything in your body, white-knuckling your past success as unstoppable destruction happens among your organization. You may be thinking, okay, Allison, hold up. What disasters are you talking about? There are two that I want you to just simply take notice of today. First is the Great Resignation. So in large part due to the pandemic, many organizations are rapidly losing top performing talent for opportunities that ultimately better serve the individual employee's needs. If you go to Google, you can type in hashtag the great resignation and you will get numerous reputable studies as proof that this is happening in the world. And maybe for some organizations, you've already lost your top talent. It's already happened to you. And you're, you find yourself in a season where you're rebuilding. But then there are other organizations where maybe you're in the middle of the storm. Maybe you just lost someone today. Maybe you're finding yourself in a place where you're starting to work to stop the bleeding, to figure out what's happening, what you can do to make sure you don't lose anyone else. And then there are, so those are two types of people, but then there's a third. There are those who, maybe this is just the first time you're hearing about this trend that we're seeing across the globe. You're hearing these warnings for the first time, and maybe you're wondering, is this really going to happen to me? Or maybe you're thinking, that's never going to happen here. We're good. (laughs) Maybe some things like I was thinking the day of that tornado whenever I was hearing those warnings. So that first challenge is the great resignation. Great employees are leaving their organizations at a faster rate than ever before. The other challenge, the other potential destruction coming your way is what I'm calling the ultimate redefining. So again, largely due to the effects of the pandemic, and that's a complex conversation that we're not going to get into right here. Many employees have are coming into the workplace with new and different expectations of what should and shouldn't happen, what they should and should not be allowed to do, or what they should or should not be given in the workplace or from their employers. I know many of my own clients have multiple positions in the organizations and lots of performance expectations and goals in their organizations that ultimately must be redefined now in order to combat the low employee engagement, burnout, turnover, and overall poor performance that they're seeing or that may be coming. And so I'm curious where you find yourself. Are you experiencing the great resignation? Are you seeing the need for an ultimate redefining throughout your organization? Wherever you find yourself, there is a starting point. When you have, you know, that these disasters are coming, where do we even start? The place you start is with your organizational culture. Hear me out. Here's what we know. 
First is that when an organization does not have a culture that is helping employees grow personally and professionally, so personally and professionally, in today's world, employees may either quit and leave, hence the great resignation, or they're going to quit and stay, which may be even worse. If they quit and stay, that's the need for the ultimate redefining. The other thing we know is the contagion effect. As other employees in the organization choose to either perform poorly or quit, then other top performers, not even top performers, anyone in the organization, it causes or it can cause other people to start wondering if they can or should do the same thing, if they could sort of slack off at work or if there are better opportunities out there for them. This can become a nightmare on so many levels. To avoid mass destruction of your workforce and bottom line, this is where leadership is so critical. Leadership drives organizational culture, and culture is at the heart of the solution for these two specific challenges. An organization's culture must be crystal clear, mutually understood, meaning everyone on your team is on the same page, and it must be expertly executed among all all levels of employees in order for your organization, for your team to reap those economic and personal or purpose-driven benefits that we want, that we crave, that we need in today's business environment. And the reality is that an organization's culture, the culture is what drives everything the team does and does not do which drives what you can accomplish from strategic planning to side conversations around the office. Culture steers how your employees serve customers. It steers um, what professional and personal development opportunities are given and everything in between, every word, every decision, culture is at the heart of it all. So with that firm realization in mind, I have some questions for you to consider. And maybe if you're driving, this is time for you to just think about these questions, if you're sitting in your office, maybe you just sit back and pause for a moment. Consider your answers to these questions. First, can every one of your employees easily and correctly define the culture of your organization? Have you asked them or when was the last time you asked them? If it was pre-pandemic, it might be time to ask them again. And ultimately, do you like their answers? Is everybody on the same page? Are we all moving forward the way we want to? And I think something to consider is, can everyone, you know, write it down and tell you what the culture is or should be or what they think leadership wants it to be? More importantly, are they living it out in today's chaotic world? And the only way you can truly know that is if you're observing your employees, making time to watch them, to work beside them, to get to know their employees and have that 360 feedback conversation. If when I'm asking you these questions, if you're uncertain or if your answer is no to some of those questions, then it's time to take action. If you know me at all, I'm not somebody who wants to sit around and pontificate about an idea. 
Instead, I'm fueled by action. And even more than that, I'm fueled by you, the person listening to this, achieving greater success through taking action. So what's the next right step if your disaster that you are facing or could be facing is the great resignation or the ultimate redefining? The next step is to start planning to intentionally transform and reinforce your culture. Now, I think at this point, we have to pause for a second and let's get our mind right because we're talking about culture. And many people, if we say, you know, there's this disaster coming, we need to make sure that our, we have our culture in order. That's the foundation of the solution of you being adequately prepared for a disaster is making sure your culture is where it should be. You might be thinking, I'm going to write culture on my to-do list or something like that. I'll say, hold up. (laughs) Time is money, right? Especially in the business world. And for many successful professionals, this concept, it runs through your veins. Many people who hold management positions are very task-oriented. They're list makers. They're serotonin producers when it comes to checking tasks off the to-do list. And here lies the challenge for leaders when it comes to culture development. It will never be checked off your list. Why? Because your team, your market, your competitors, your customers will all continue to evolve evolve, and your culture must evolve too, which means that your to-do list should follow suit. It should evolve. Culture should be something you're focusing on year after year after year. In 2005, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans. Maybe you remember that. I was in high school at that time, and I went with a church group down to Ground Zero to help clean up soon after. And I remember victims of that storm were triaged by professionals before any resources were deployed. I saw all of that planning firsthand. And now, after the tornado here, I can see that same triage strategy being used by leadership when it comes to organizing the cleanup efforts from the tornado. As organizational leaders, you, the same must be done for a culture transformation initiative in your organization. Whether you find that you are prepping for a potential disaster or maybe the disaster's hit and you're recovering from it. I want to give you two foundational considerations to help you begin. Notice I said begin because Creating a culture is complex, but to begin strategizing transformation goals and tasks. So first, I want you to think of 360 onboarding and awakening. I want you to think about your new hires. Think about employees who maybe have lost a coworker if you've had lots of turnover. Think about all of the people in your organization. Think about your customers who you want to impact through a culture transformation in your organization. Take time to consider how your current employees have evolved through experiencing the pandemic. People might, people are likely to have changed during this pandemic. Your organization may have changed during this pandemic. And everyone may need, may need onboarded, re-onboarded. There may need to be an awakening within your organization to 
this is who we are now in 2022. The thing about culture is that everyone, in order for it to work, everyone needs to be on the same page. They need to fully understand the organization's purpose and the role that their individual success plays in the big picture. They need to be able to tie a direct line to them doing their job well and that helping the organization too. If it comes to a point, if you're onboarding people, if you're getting to know your employees again and they're getting to know you and you find that, oh, the organization's goals don't line up anymore with an employee's current or future goals. That happens. I've had people bring that up to me. And that can be scary if you're worried about losing employees. But if you find that you're heading now in two different directions, it might be time for a difficult conversation. And nobody enjoys those. Nobody looks forward to those. But it's better to have your entire team moving forward in the same direction than to have someone who's holding everyone back. So the second thing to consider is comprehensively developing all of your employees. So we know, or what I know, through years of helping organizations transform their culture, we know that Culture is effectively transformed through simple, practical processes that can be scaled and followed by employees at all levels of the organization, meaning that they all understand the processes for things such as decision-making, how we handle conflict, what service really looks like in our organization, and so on. There are clear processes that everyone can follow so that no matter who someone is interacting with in the organization, they're getting They're seeing the same culture, the same mentality, the same processes at all levels. Imagine for just a second (laughs) how incredible all of the positive effects that would come from all of your employees operating off of a standard process for delegating, for goal setting, for, as I mentioned before, handling conflict, running meetings, decision making and more. When people understand the expectation, then they can execute better. If you're pausing for a moment and you're thinking about 360 onboarding and awakening, and then you're thinking about developing your people at all levels of the organization, you might start thinking that the to-do list that comes from strategically planning culture transformation is insane. It's incredibly complex, and it is But that is why you must triage your to-do list. Answer the questions, just like they did in Hurricane Katrina, just like they did for this tornado. What's most important? And then when will we address all the other items on the list? Without a doubt, I know that with a clear vision and fully equipped employees, that's where you can start transforming your culture and unleash your teams to achieve (laughs) mind-blowing success. As we're wrapping this up, you might be wondering, you know, what happened to your family, Allison, your home, your community, the night of the tornado? And honestly, it feels really strange to answer this concern because our story is unlike so many of the people that we love. Our family suffered zero physical damage that night. However, I believe close to 100 lives were lost through the tornado, and many of our friends and neighbors just a mile down the road lost 
literally every physical possession they had. With that being said, I don't want that to overshadow the good. I know you can do a Google search of this tornado and see lots of negative headlines, but don't let any of that fool you because there truly is a really incredible bright side to all of this. Every single person I've talked to that has lost so much through this tornado last month, they have emphatically claimed how thankful they are to be alive, how appreciative they are of the support from friends and strangers literally across the world. And people have talked about how they're inspired to move into the future with more of a servant's heart to repay the kindness that other people have shown to them. And that is beautiful, right? I realize that (laughs) with all the prep in the world, an F4 tornado can still wreak unimaginable havoc. However, the same is not true when it comes to disasters or challenges that may strike your team this year. What we know is that if you are better prepared, if you have the right foundation, then you can withstand the storm. You can take it on. You can recover better. On Stake, the leadership podcast, or really any training, if you have been in some of my leadership development training programs or in my keynotes, you know that I believe that you are solely responsible for your success, and I challenge you to own that. So whether you're listening to this and you are in an organization where you must lead up, or maybe you lead down, or maybe you're in the middle of the organization and you have to go both ways. You have the power to influence the culture of your organization, which means that you have the ability to prepare for a disaster and minimize the damage. You can do your part. You can go above and beyond. You can lead. Culture that breeds success, both personally and professionally, that's culture that works in today's business world. And in a world where... We have more than enough destruction. We need more people stepping up to lead the way into a better, brighter, and stronger future. And that is worth a New Year's resolution. That is worth getting out of bed, prepping, and tackling in 2022. I hope you'll take action today. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For the links to everything mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes. And if you'd like more practical, tactical leadership development content, go to www.vanhooser.com for my weekly blog and all the links to my social media channels. And if it makes sense to start improving the leadership skills of your managers and supervisors, let's talk about training options for your team. Email me at allison at vanhooser.com. Leaders, make the choice today to put your stake in the ground and own your leadership success. This is Stake, the Leadership Podcast.